Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. All right, welcome to another edition of First and Pod. I'm Danny Parkins with Andrew Filippone. Do us a favor, subscribe, rate, review, send this podcast to a friend. Every game, every day, we are coming to you as soon as the Niners and Broncos game ended. Pony, was that an awful game or a good defensive game? Uh, more awful. I know Collinsworth and Tariqo were trying to spin it as, you know, trying to pat the defensive coordinators for each team on the back. No, I mean, this is why this is why San Francisco, I think, is so limited with Garoppolo as the quarterback. Look what happened tonight, Danny. I mean, 11 points is all they gave up, and that wasn't enough to win the game. The guy's running out of his own end zone for a safety like Dan Orlovsky. He throws an interception late in the fourth quarter. Yeah, Trent Williams got hurt. You know, he's one of the best tackles in the entire sport, but that's got to be enough. I mean, they've lost two games now that they should have won, but they didn't because their offense was basically incompetent. Yeah, I agree. There were there, there were dropped passes, there were interceptable balls that weren't picked. Um you know, I came into the year thinking that the Niners were a top 5 defense and I, I think they still can be. Um, and the Broncos defense is probably going to be a top half of the league defense. So I, I do, I do think that they, it was, they're good defensive teams, but Garoppolo just, he misses way too many easy ones. He doesn't, he doesn't hit the layups, you know, it's, it's one thing to not be a playmaker, but you've got to consistently hit slants five yards in front of you. The Williams injury I'm sure will, will linger for them. The only like real positive I would take for either team is that Russ did move around better. Like he didn't have a ton of rushing yards, but he had six rushing attempts and he had a couple of plays where he got flushed from the pocket and then still looked downfield and made plays. It, it felt a little closer at times to Russ looking like Russ where his superpower was, keeping plays alive with his legs and extending things and like kind of making something out of nothing. And I thought there were moments where he flashed and looked like a guy who could still do that at a pretty high level. Yeah. He waited until the end of the game to do it. Yeah. He waited until the very end. And then, you know, he won it cause he hit Hinton, the old uh, quarterback, the COVID emergency quarterback yeah. on a big gainer and then Sutton. And they finally got it in the red zone. And scored a touchdown. So I do think that that's the positive you take away from this game is that Russell Wilson in crunch time 
wanted to go back to being the guy that made him, you know, future Hall of Fame quarterback. They also had a third and nine uh, where Nathaniel Hackett, with the other team having two timeouts, just decided to run the ball. So and he Collinsworth can... was all over that. That that was probably Collinsworth's best moment of the night. He was like, "There's too much time left. It doesn't yep. matter. Go 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 for the win." And of course, Hackett didn't do it. Now they're playing against Jimmy Garoppolo, so that's the only positive that you get there. And that's the only reason why it probably pays off is the guy on the other side. But yeah, I think last year there was a game. It might have been against Tampa Bay where Mahomes made a great completion late downfield at the end of the game. And like a light bulb went on for him and the turnovers went away and he like, you know, went back yeah. to being MVP Mahomes. And I think it's possible if I'm a Denver fan, I'm trying to make that same argument for Wilson after this game tonight. Yeah, because so. because it, it wasn't a good statistical game. Like they, they for a huge portion of that game, they were unwatchable offensively. But I, I, I did think that if you squinted hard enough, you could see some optimism for the guy that you gave a quarter of a billion to. Uh, another top-heavy day in the NFL, but a pretty good card overall. Uh, you know I wanted this game to lead the show last week, so put it at the top this week. Miami-Buffalo. You you picked Miami before the season to win the AFC East, so yep. I guess small victory lap for you after this game, but what's the biggest superlative you're willing to hang on the Dolphins through three weeks? Division favorite, AFC championship contender, Super Bowl contender. Like, how far are you willing to go for this team that's undefeated right now? Well, I think they are a Super Bowl contender because they've won all three games. And in two of them, I think they were the inferior team. I think they got outplayed by Baltimore. And all the yardage stats today, almost 500 yards for Buffalo, the number of plays. The uh, 90 plays to 39 plays doubled them up in time of possession. And the Dolphins somehow found a way to win the game. Even though Tyree Kill was mostly held in check, he only caught two balls and was targeted three times. It was honestly more about the Bills, uh, their inability, going back to the start of last year, to win close games. They were 0-5 in one-possession games, Danny. It came up again in this game. And McDermott, again, like doesn't, I think, foster any confidence when on third and 22, he's only rushing three guys with both the safeties out. And he just gave Waddle time to get behind backups in their secondary for the play that ended up winning him the game, set him up inside the 20 and then Edmonds ran it in. And that was all she wrote. So Buffalo's blunders, I think, are why Miami won. But if you're the Dolphins, you're 3-0, and and I don't think they've played their best football yet. They haven't played their best football yet, but I don't know what their ceiling is. Like I, I feel like a hater because it's 3-0, and and they put on an offensive show against Baltimore, who before the year was higher up in terms of the contender rankings and the odds in the AFC, and then they just beat Buffalo, the Vegas favorite to win the entire thing. So like I feel like I need, should give them more credit, but there's something when I'm watching that my eyes are telling me that these results are a little fluky, whether it was the blown coverage. A little bit. They're a lot fluky. Okay, well, so then they're not a Super Bowl <laughs> contender. Well, I think they are because I like their team on paper, and I just think it's hard to beat their their weapons. 
I just think it's hard to beat those guys. Yeah, but there's some, but like, but your eyes, man, your eyes will tell you something. Like if if it's if it was about coverage breakdowns against Baltimore, and then today, two starters in the secondary in in Hyde and Jackson for Buffalo aren't playing in that game, and Bills players are just dropping like flies due to cramps in the Southern Florida humidity. That's not going to be a thing in December and January. Like. The Bills ran 90 plays. It was for Cincy. I, okay. It, I mean, it was it was for Cincy, but just it's it, it felt like a home field advantage early in the season that is not going to be a consistent thing for them. It how many times do you think Buffalo's losing games where they run 90 plays, get 497 yards of offense, pass for 400 yards? I just I don't think they lose that game if you play it 10 times. I don't think they lose it more than two or three times. It well, just, I don't I, I, I don't know about them. that. The reason why I say I don't know about that is because they just have a startling inability to win games that are one possession games. Yeah. So, yeah, like if you give those stats again, they'll probably blow them out and win by double digits and they'll win that way, but they're not winning close games. And Allen, I thought, reverted back to the guy. I know all the numbers are big, but he reminded me a lot of the guy before – you know, he became this superhero quarterback where, you know, he he had to run the ball mostly to be effective. He was their leading rusher today. Yeah. Um, you know, the chemistry wasn't there with Diggs. The play at the end of the first half was just like mind boggling where they left points on the board there. So I did not think he had one of his banner days. And then the offensive coordinator freak out was just hilarious. What the fuck is that guy doing? <laughs> Ken Dorsey, get out of here. You lose one game and you act like that. What a prick. Yeah, I mean, pressure, you know, heavy is the head that wears the crown. Dable's gone, and that's the fewest points they've scored since week 13 of last year, and he acted like a petulant child. They're still minus 240 to win the AFC East, even after losing to the Dolphins, who are undefeated. So if I answer the question directly, I'll say that they're a wild card team. Like, I, 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 st- I still don't think Miami's winning the division, but – it was. Uh, I wonder if Tua will play on Thursday because that's not a back injury. I watched that entire game. That was not back. That was a guy that got knocked his head on the turf and then went down because he was woozy and seeing stars. What well, horse shit that was. The protocol continues to be a joke. And you saw that the NFLPA has already called for an investigation. Yep. I heard about that. what happened. So, yeah, I mean, if they find something, he might be held out of the game for concussion reasons and who knows what punishment could be coming the Dolphins' way. Uh, we talked about this team a ton. Uh, we talk about every team on every pod, but like we've been pretty bullish on them. At least I have. Did the Colts save their season, pulling off the big upset of the day over the Chiefs? Yeah, yeah, I would say so because if they're o two and one with what happened with Jacksonville today, and even Tennessee getting off the mat against Vegas, yeah, I would say so. Um, now this is another situation where. I think the wrong team won the game. Yep. Uh, can you explain to me, other than the game being fixed, what happened on that Chris Jones <laughs> penalty? And also, I thought that the asshole special teams coach in Kansas City was like the greatest special teams coach of all time. What Dave happened to that Dave. when you worked there? Well, oh, my God, he's the greatest special teams coach. He should go into the Hall of Fame as the greatest special teams coach of all time. Didn't look that way to me today. Well, he was in Chicago too with Devin Hester, so he's 
He's had a lot of love there. He's put a bunch of dudes into the Pro Bowl, Dave Tobe. But, yeah, it was uh, – Let the safety kick extra points if this other prick can't make a 34-yard field goal. Justin Reed. They uh, they need to have on NFL Films this week the Chris Jones audio. for the other And the years. audio between the enemy and Mahomes at the end of the first half. Yeah, I mean, my guess oh, is – Oh, don't that- downplay that. You're one of the – I know you're a big Chiefs guy, but the Bien- let, let, Bien-Ami has got does not have a good reputation right now. Would you agree with that? Why? Because he isn't getting head coaching jobs? Well, we've had guys that have left Kansas City that have come out and ripped him like Shady McCoy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Well, okay. That's. I mean, I mean what, what 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 do you, what do you believe the 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 issue is with Eric Bieniemy? Uh that basically Andy Reid is the real offensive coordinator there. Yeah. Well. Yeah. No shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but I mean that 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 that's not a knock on Bieniemy. That that's a it's the second best coach of his generation. Well, right. But you also don't know how good Bieniemy is because of that. We learned the hard way with Matt Nagy. You just watched that in Chicago with him. Right, and so, so I mean, some of the guys who have been under Reed have been good. Some of them have been bad. Doug. Peterson if I were Mahomes and the enemy got in my face, I'd be like, "Listen to me, you. You're not even the real offensive coach. Get out of here with that." Well, it's it's like what was going on in Green Bay last year, right? Like Rodgers, Lafleur, and then Hackett gets a head coaching job in Denver, and Luke Getzey gets a offensive coordinator play calling job here in Chicago. Like yep. The third and fourth guys in Green Bay get jobs because they're around the all-timers. Doug Peterson is good. Matt Nagy was bad. Eric Bieniemy is not getting a choice. I think that was competitive people disagreeing, but the it just the whole thing. It was one of the worst games I've seen from Mahomes. Like he didn't look good. Travis Kelsey was apologizing on Twitter after the game. They were three of ten on third down. Like, yep. The Chiefs' offense was not good. Well, uh, but the reason why I can't call this a total victory for the Colts is because they didn't fix their offensive line problems. Taylor was under 100 yards. Yeah. Ryan got sacked five times and had two fumbles. That's it, supposed to be the strength of the team. It's just such a bad division. They're still even money to win the AFC. Well, well I know. We'll talk about Jacksonville. I know. I know. But it's I mean, listen, man, I gave it to you last week. If you, you, you keep talking about Jacksonville, put your money where your mouth is. I gave it to you last week at plus like 330. Now it's plus 240. If they keep winning these games, it's going to be I've already bet on them to win the division. I have I had them at 7 to 1 and then I had a, then I have them at plus 430 to just make the playoffs. Okay, good. I'm sitting pretty. All right, good. Good. All right, how about the Ravens and Patriots here, Danny? Do I need to eat crow on Lamar Jackson? What what do you want me what what is a sufficient compliment for Lamar Jackson on today's show? That he's the best player in football is that what you want me to say? Does anyone do more with less? Does anyone do more with less? You're saying just this year? He's got four touchdowns in every game and he doesn't have a number one receiver. Yeah, I'll concede that one. <laughs> like <laughs> for can, this season, yes. Can can they can they get my man Tyreek Hill? 
Can they get him A.J. Brown? It's unbelievable, man, what he does week in and week out. It is well, like He's got the second best tight end in the league. Yeah, right. That's, that's something. Yeah, it is. That's, that is something. Injured running backs, tackles dropping like flies. He is hanging there in the pocket. No left tackle now. M- multiple tight window throws on third and goal in the red zone for touchdowns. The guy, I mean, he is answering every question and criticism that people have had about him as a pocket passer, as a passer, as a thrower yep. of the football. Like, who's who should be the MVP through three weeks? He would Josh have. Allen, I guess. No, maybe? no, I would say I would say Jackson right now. Right? It's he. It's unbelievable to watch, and I just I feel like he's being. It's like Baltimore doesn't want to pay him, and then you look at quarterback play around the league. Look at what look at what Russell Wilson is putting up, and what he has gotten paid. And obviously, you know, guys won a Super Bowl and done it for a lot longer. I understand that, but he's never gotten an MVP vote. Lamar has an MVP, and he certainly didn't have DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett. Like, what it almost feels like Baltimore doesn't want to pay him the market rate, and they don't want to give him the playmakers to allow him to really flourish as a passer, and he still is doing it anyway. I've been so impressed with him. Well, I think think what what we're seeing maybe is the evolution of them offensively in that when they were all about the run and they were basically running Navy's offense, it was about having multiple running backs and read option stuff and fullback dives and all that stuff when he first came in. And really the year even he won the MVP, I knew he threw all those touchdown passes to lead the league. But that was still the hallmark uh, or calling card of that offense. It's not now. It is more pass first. You know, I think now that there's, I think now that other receivers are seeing this, I think they'll want to play with Lamar Jackson now if he keeps this up. You know, the Lamar Jackson of last year, I understood why Hollywood Brown didn't want to be there anymore or didn't mind a trade. There were 16 touchdowns, 13 interceptions, and the guy missed what, seven games? But yeah, if he plays no, I, like this, that, that's fair. What I but what I'm saying is like he's he's added it, and so say it's offensive change, maturity, or whatever. Like yeah, he he, he bet on himself, and he knew something. He he, and it, it's three games. We'll see, but but he looks like he's taken his game to another level. And then just to talk about the Patriots quickly, I don't think their injury is the worst thing in the world to Mac Jones. I'm interested. Not that I want to see Hoyer because he's about a million years old. But I thought Jones lost them the game today with yeah, the interception was, in the back of the end zone. He was horrifyingly bad. But for a, for a while, there were like stretches where their offense looked pretty damn good. And I'm like, does, does Baltimore's secondary just stink? Like, is it just, we talk, I mean, I know we talked about well, Hamilton. Hamilton made a big play. He punched that ball out on Aguilar, but yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we talked about Hamilton last week. He made the play today, but. Peters and Humphrey are there. I'm like, I know all of these guys. And Mac Jones is at times carving them up and hanging yeah. a big number. They both had interceptions by the end of the game, but I get your point. Yeah, but, no, but, but that's what I'm saying. They're, they're like, if you were just like watching that game and like flipping back and forth, there were a lot of highlights. But then he also had three interceptions and he should have had four. He yep. should have had a pick six. Yep. It was, that was dropped. So like Mac Jones is just Mac Jones. But – 
uh, I'm confused at Baltimore secondary because I thought Mac Jones would never be able to look like that, even in stretches. And he did. And then he turned back into a pumpkin, but that was a weird game. 